Hey friends, I'm Jeremy Hearn and welcome to the Saint Friends Podcast, a podcast for Catholics, non-Catholics, and really anyone interested in learning about the lives of some ordinary people who lived extraordinary lives and answered God's call to holiness. If you're listening as this episode is released, a very happy Easter to you. I'll tell you that there's no more appropriate saint story to tell than the one today, having just celebrated Holy Week last week. Today's episode is a beautiful story about a young Italian woman who suffered like and for Christ. Let's find out all about her on this episode about our new friend, Saint Gemma Galgani. Gemma Umberta Maria Galgani was born on March 12th in 1878 in the small hamlet of Camigliano in the town of Caponori. She was the fifth of eight children, but the first daughter. Her father, Enrico, was a pharmacist, and shortly after his first daughter was born, he moved his growing family to a large new home in the Tuscan city of Lucca. Gemma's mother, Aurelia, contracted tuberculosis, and that's where the family's trouble began. Over the next few years, several family members died. Gemma's oldest brother, Carlo, her youngest brother, Julia, and then on September 17th of 1885, her mother as well. Understandably, Gemma quickly developed a deep spiritual life. She made her first communion at the age of nine in June of 1887 and was loved by her teachers and the other students at the school run by the sisters of St. Zita. At the age of 16, our saint friend had developed spinal meningitis, but recovered quickly. She always claimed throughout her life that the miraculous healing was attributed to the sacred heart of Jesus through the intercessions of St. Gabriel of Our Lady of Sorrows and St. Marguerite Marie Alacoque. Three years later, when Gemma was only 19 years old, her father died and she had to become the mother in the lives of all her siblings. When some of them became old enough to help, Gemma went away briefly to live with an aunt. Gemma was subject to a number of mystical experiences in her life. These experiences were often misunderstood by others who mocked her, but she saw the ties between the way she was being mistreated and misunderstood and the same way Jesus had been treated by others. Eventually, two men proposed to Gemma, but she declined both of them, saying that she'd rather be in silence and desired to speak only to God. When Gemma returned from staying with her aunt, she became very sick with meningitis. She was miserable, not because of her illness, but because she felt she was a burden to her family while they cared for her. Gemma ultimately prayed to the passionist and future saint, Gabriel Pacenti, when she was miraculously healed through his intercession. She wished to become a nun, but no one would accept her because of her precarious health situation. On June 8th of 1899, Gemma was warned in a vision that something special was about to happen to her, and she felt pain and saw blood coming from her hands, feet, and chest. These bleeding markings, what Catholics know as the stigmata, are wounds that miraculously and suddenly appear on a holy person as representations of the wounds of Jesus on the cross. In Gemma's case, she would begin bleeding from these places every Thursday night, and they would continue to bleed until Friday afternoon or Saturday morning. When the bleeding stopped, 
the wounds would close and leave behind only white marks in the place of the previously deep gashes. Eventually, her spiritual advisor recommended that she ask God to remove the stigmata from her on account of her failing health. The wounds never returned, but the white marks left behind were permanent. Here's what Gemma herself had to say about the experience. Quote, I felt an inward sorrow for my sins, but so intense that I have never felt the like again. My will made me detest them all and promise willingly to suffer everything as expiation for them. Then the thoughts crowded thickly within me, and they were thoughts of sorrow, love, fear, hope, and comfort. The Blessed Virgin Mary opened her mantle and covered me with it. At that very moment, Jesus appeared with his wounds all open. Blood was not flowing from them, but flames of fire, which in one moment came and touched my hands, feet, and heart. I felt I was dying, and I should have fallen down, but for the Blessed Virgin Mary, who supported me and kept me under her mantle. There I remained for several hours. End quote. Gemma went on to live with another family, something that allowed her more spiritual freedom to pray and be with God. While in prayer, she would often have visions, and multiple accounts indicate that one of these times, she actually levitated off of the ground. In January of 1903, our new saint friend was diagnosed with tuberculosis. At the beginning of Holy Week in 1903, she began to really suffer. Gemma died at the age of 25 on Holy Saturday, April 11th. The priest who was with her in that final moment said this, quote, She died with a smile which remained upon her lips, so that I could not convince myself that she was really dead. End quote. Gemma was beatified in 1933 by Pope Pius XI and canonized on May 2nd in 1940 by the Venerable Pope Pius XII. Thanks for joining me today as we've talked about a girl with the wounds of Christ who prayed for the souls of many, St. Gemma Galgani. Feel free to reach out to us by email at stfriendspodcast at gmail.com or on Instagram at stfriendspod. Of course, you can always find us at our website, stfriends.com. As we wrap up, we ask for the prayers of our new saint friend. Though we may not be subjected to mystical visions like Gemma or receive the stigmata, her life reminds us to ask the question of ourselves. How much time are we really spending with the Savior of the entire human race? We say together, Saint Gemma Galgani, pray for us.